0: Hey everybody, welcome to the Mental Toughness and Body Show. My name is Rob Evans and I'm your transformation coach, health strategist and internationally published author, helping take your life and your business, your health, fitness, mindset and body from where you are right now to where it is that you want to be. Today I want to talk to you about perseverance. This year, this coming year, I want you to learn how to persevere for longer. I want you to persevere for longer. Why? Because... If you think about the toughest things that you've ever achieved in your life, it is required perseverance. It starts out with your education. Just think, I mean, we start going to what we call kindergarten or preschool here. You then go into um, prep, or I think they call it foundation year in, in some some schools. And then you go through grade one, grade two, grade three, grade four, grade five, grade six, and then year seven is what we call high school. And so we go Year 7, Year 8, Year 9, Year 10. By Year 11, or really by Year 10, you're starting to get more pressure on you because you've got then Year 11 and Year 12. Year 12 here is before you go to uni, so it's like that. There's a lot of pressure on that year for for when I did it. It was called HSC. It's now called VCE. And you're looking for a number, a score, if you like, which is then going to allow, allow you admission to the right uh, college slash university for you to go on and then do, like, a, a three-year degree, etc. And so, like, my, my personal journey, I wasn't a great student. I didn't love uh, the teachers. I probably didn't learn. I liked some of my teachers, but I didn't learn in a way that perhaps most people were thriving around me, and I just really, really struggled. Now, this was in the time of... Uh, Like this was in the 80s, right? Early 80s. So there was no internet. Uh, It was only a library. You learnt from whatever the person said at the front of the room in the class time. Uh, There was very little opportunity to go and speak to uh, the teacher afterwards. It was in an era when there weren't really tutors around and my parents didn't have the money uh, to pay for those tutors even if they existed anyway so maybe if you had a parent that was smart or you had a a friend uh, that was uh, good at a subject you could learn together and so forth but uh, I was pretty socially isolated I suppose so I I didn't do any of that stuff so I struggled and I tried to just learn through rope learning and textbooks and memorization and that kind of stuff without really the learning uh, side of it. Anyway, so then I went on to year 11 and year 12 and it wasn't really until I got to uni and I started to, I went through the accounting stream, struggling to find what career I was going to do, I was good at numbers and so I went down the accounting stream. And so um, I got to uni, I was now doing subjects that I was enjoying, I started to, I think first year we did like personal investment. Uh, which I found really, really interesting. Just like, oh, wow, this is the first time I'm learning about this and money and investing and uh, how to build wealth, etc. And it, that was really uh, something that I, I was enjoying, more so than the accounting side of things, to be honest. And so then I went on to uh, doing business law and that kind of stuff, and I really enjoyed the law too. I probably would have gone on to uh, be a, a lawyer if I had good enough marks. I, re- I really liked the law. And anyway, uh, so I went through uni, three years of that, got a job with Coopers and Lybrand, which is now PwC. That was in, I graduated in 1989, moved to, to the end of 1989, Moved to Melbourne in 1990 started with Cubes and Library in like February, I think it was and uh, then worked there for uh, you had to work for twelve months before you were eligible to do your professional year, which in similar concept to law where you would you have to work for somewhere for a year and then you 'd go do your your articles and uh, I think that 's how it works in law. Uh, anyway, so then it took about 18 months to do your professional, it's called professional here, to become a chartered accountant, but it took more than a year, ironically. And so then at the end of all that, so about six years of uni, uh, work, and to, beca- to become the chartered accountant. So it's a, it's a long time, right? So you've got to, that whole education from you know, kindergarten to prep all the way through to, to high school. I would say high school is probably the worst time of my life. Like it's horrible. You're, trying to, you're going through hormonal change. You're trying to find that place you want to fit in, but you want to stand out and you, you want to be smart. You want to be good at athletics. I was not good at any of those things. Uh, I didn't have a lot of friends. And it was just a really tough time. And you're trying to then build a career and find out, well, what am I going to do? And most other people seem to have a, a very clear idea as to what it is that they were going to do because they had very specific skills. And it's like, I'm like, I don't know, I feel lost in all of this. And so all of that takes a lot of perseverance. So for me, I had made a decision that I, through observations through the years of my parents and and so forth, I'd noticed that they've always always struggled with money. Uh, They they fight over money. They never seem to have much uh, when it came to uh, me learning how to drive and they were going to get a new car and all that kind of stuff and then they didn't have money to get another car, so we had to uh, settle uh, driving and learning to drive in this really... Uh, old, old, broken down thing, and um, I—you just had to accept it because there was no alternative. And um, that gave me, through that process, gave me a, a real insight into my parents and how they—they they just struggled with money. And a part of that process was, well, I wanted to move away from home. I—we lived in Country Victoria, which is about two and a half hours from where I live now and I, I wanted to get a, move away from my parents, I wanted to be financially independent and I wanted to build wealth and I felt that accounting was the right way for me and so I wanted to go on and get a university degree because nobody in my family had ever been to university and I wanted to be different from the rest of my family. I wanted to be more successful than the rest of my family and not just in my achievements but also in um, wealth creation as well. And so I thought that was my ticket. And then I went to uni, so I was the first in my family to do that. And then I wanted to do the extra, which was becoming the, the chartered accountant. So I'm like, I want to achieve like the absolute top, the, the absolute peak of what I can for my profession. And there was just no question that I would do it. And I was committed to doing it. And I knew it was going to be really hard. Uh, but I knew that uh, perseverance would take me to where it is that I wanted to get to. And that was my goal then. And I didn't know where it was going to take me from that point on. And it wasn't until I was going through through it, and uh, the last part being the chartered accounting, through all that, that I realised that I really didn't want to stay working in this big uh, chartered type firm. I didn't like the culture, I didn't like the work that much and I thought, geez, I'm gonna burn out from this because I just don't love it. And so from there, I moved through uh, different organizations and different roles to find what it was that I really wanted, which was ironically, build a a heap of skills. And part of me, uh, learn how to analyze risk, learn how to stand in the front of boardrooms and present and uh, get exposed to a whole bunch of things in large corporations that you just do not get exposed to in small business and take all that and then go run my own business. And that was my, my goal And now 14 years uh, down the track. I am loving, uh, loving that, that process. And then you get into business. And what does business require? Well, most people that go into business after about 18 months or something, they fail. Most businesses aren't successful. Most businesses just fall over. Why? Because people don't persevere. People don't get coaching. And I guess with my accounting knowledge, my business knowledge, my ability to bring a level of professionalism and maturity to the industry that that I work in just made me stand out from everybody else. And I'm like, okay, what do I need to do to be the best in my First of all, I started out in my suburb, like, what do I need to do to stand out from everybody else? And so I started to create my business on, on that foundation and, uh, I mean, there's been so much change uh, around me in terms of, when I first started business here, uh, there was only two gymnasiums, there was no 24-7 thing back when, when I started, that, that, that didn't exist. The, the internet and well, social media was only just starting to become a thing and in terms of promoting your business and doing that kind of stuff. There were so many things that were just new back then. And there was another gym just about to open. And then uh, we went through this phase where there was the, the, the government was paying uh, people like $8,000 to go out and get accreditations in uh, becoming, say, a personal trainer. And so the market was flooded with thousands, throughout Australia, thousands of people that did these courses. But what they did was they gave you a qualification for that. They didn't teach you how to run a business. And so most of these people uh, fell over after a while because they were sort of hobbies. They had two, two or more jobs because they didn't know how to run a proper business using the qualification. And that's still how it exists today. And unfortunately, the qualification is very simple to get. Most people are are going into it because they think, oh, I can make really good money from this and I don't have to work very hard. Well, newsflash, you're not gonna be successful. And that's why most people have uh, multiple jobs or I have so many clients that come to me and say, oh yeah, I used to use this PT, but they went off to become a, a beautician or they went off to go work in a retail store or something like that. And what does that tell you? They just couldn't run a full-time business to make enough money uh, to survive and, uh, you know, suit their lifestyle. So business requires a lot of perseverance, right? If you want to be successful, it requires a hell of a lot of perseverance. Think about your health and wellness You have to do things every single day to optimise your health, every single day. Is that hard? Yes, it is. But if you want to be the best, you say, well, I don't want to be the best, uh, you know, the best uh, in the world or the best looking or the whatever. Well, trust me, I'm never going to win those stakes. I was given the genetics I was given. I'm shorter than the average person. I don't have, I have short muscle fibres, I would love to be, uh, you know, six foot or more, have long muscle fibres, uh, have a more athletic, uh, more athletic uh, capability, be better looking, all that kind of stuff. So what? I've been gifted with the, the genetics that I've been gifted. And uh, what that means for me is if I want to be successful in my health, I'm not trying to compete with a, a six foot fitness model or Anything like that? There are so many people on Instagram that have uh, like incredible physiques, incredible looks, etc. Have millions of followers, etc. But they still don't have really successful businesses because they're surviving on on their looks and they're hoping that if they've got like a million followers or more, then that somebody will come to them and say, "Hey, we'll pay you to endorse a product, etc., etc." But that normally only lasts so long. I look at the the Mr. Olympias. The most successful Mr. Olympia has been Arnold and it has nothing to do with his bodybuilding, but the bodybuilding provided him with the right mindset to persevere and to create business. He was very smart at business. He's very quick and smart into real estate and that's how he's built his his wealth. And then it's through that mindset that he's gone on to do all the other great things that, that he's, he's done, as movies and become governor of California, etc. You think about uh, the, the next person that has uh, won, I think, more, Mr Olympias, which is Phil Heath. Um, like in prize money, he might have won millions of dollars, half of it goes in, in tax, obviously, but he hasn't gone on to do anything. But the the biggest thing that they normally do is they'll run a gym somewhere, or maybe a couple of gyms, and they have their own range of supplements. But they, they never usually make heaps and heaps of money. So you've got to be able to persevere. So become the best version of you. That's what we're looking for to persevere with. Become the best version of you. Now, if you have a competitor, then great. Use that competitor to help Spur you on to become the best version of you. It's hard. Life can be a pain in the butt. It can throw you so many curveballs. This year's probably been the hardest year of my life, right? And it's, it's had a massive impact on me and will continue to. But I find a way to use that as energy to help me go on and become the best version of me. And it means working harder than I've ever worked before. And people would look at me and say, but you always, you're always working, you, you work so hard, how can you work any harder? Well, you find a way. Because greatness only comes through the perseverance. And if you're not prepared to put in more work than you've put in before, you work harder, you work smarter, you listen to any great athlete, like I'm talking about world-renowned names, Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant. Think about tennis since we're heading into tennis season here. Nadal, Federer, Djokovic. You understand and listen to what their work ethic is, what it is that they do, how regimented they are, the very specific things that they do every single day. All you might see is a great shot that gets played on TikTok over and over again and say, wow, that was amazing. But understand what it took to get to that shot. The things that they did daily for years and years and years and years. Remember, Michael Jordan was dropped from his high school basketball team. But he took that and the words from his coach at the time to work harder than anyone else to achieve what no one else had achieved. And that's what he went on to do. And it's through that work ethic and it's through his work ethic that inspired his team. And Kobe Bryant was the the same. And I'm, I'm just talking about basketball there. But you think about any of great sports people, any great person that has done tremendous things, like Elon Musk right now, whatever you think of Elon Musk, He's the richest person in the world right now. That will change. But think about his work ethic, like there's been times where he sleeps on the factory floor at SpaceX, at Tesla, because he knows he needs to commit absolutely everything to get the work done. All you think about perhaps is the the billions, the hundreds of billions of dollars that he's worth. It's like, well, he doesn't care about that. It's about what he's trying to achieve, how he's trying to achieve it, and the work that goes into achieving it. It's so difficult. Um, I was just talking on a previous podcast about uh, Bill Gates, uh, Bill Gates' incredible work ethic. Go and have a a watch of the Netflix documentary, which I think it's called Inside Bill's Brain or um, Becoming Bill Gates, something like that and listen to the work ethic and what he does every single day. It's incredible. It really is. So I want you, over this next year, to persevere, become a better version of you. You have it within you. You can do it, but you've got to make the commitment to you. Become the best version of you. You're worth it. Now, if you want to connect with me, go to mentaltoughnessandbodyshow.com and opt in for a free consultation. I'd love to connect with you right there. Stay safe, stay healthy. See you tomorrow.